Welcome to Coffee with April. What you're about to listen to is the audio recording of our April video content. We're bringing this to you in audio form to make sure you can take it with you wherever you go. For the full video, please visit our YouTube channel, Coffee with April. Thank you. Welcome guys, we're back at Vulcan Azul here in Costa Rica. Uh, it's a second visit. We're standing here with the farmer, Alejo. Uh, it's super nice to be back as always. Uh, we had some absolutely beautiful coffees last year from the farm. We had a great visit, we learned a lot, and we're really happy to come back and see so many new improvements, right? It's, it's really amazing that um, you guys are just keep on pushing the work you're doing and pushing the boundaries for the quality that you guys deliver as well. Um, first thing I want us to kind of discuss is what's been the main changes at the farm from since our last visit last year? Well, the, the main thing in, uh, what we are going to have always new every year is the new varieties. Every year I'm looking forward for, to, to, to plant new varieties. So every year we're going to have something new. This year we already tried one San Ramon that we're te testing. Yeah. Java, new, new uh, Tipicas. So yeah, the idea is to have this every, every year something new with the with the varieties, we also believe that we have improved the management of our uh, of our plantations. You can see how they look like this year. They, they look better than than last year, and we strongly believe that the quality com comes from the field. So if we improve that and we, our raw material is is great, our quality will get better. Then with we're really excited also with uh, with the new process. Well, we made some tests uh, last year with uh, anaerobics. And this year we're doing a lot of new stuff with that. So yeah, we are going to have even a wider menu of, of flavors from from our farm. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's one of the things that we think is the most amazing thing here at April as well, because I mean, you have 40 plus varietals. Uh, we're able to just get such a diverse taste experience uh, from the same farm. But we can also clearly taste in each coffee that it's, you know, it's, it's a coffee with the, the Vulcan Soul signature on it, right? Um, and you, you mentioned the anaerobic tanks, uh, which are really interesting as well because, you know, we, we travel a lot, around a lot, we visit other farmers, and when we see most new farms doing anaerobic, that means uh, basically a little plastic barrel hidden away somewhere on the farm with a bunch of cherries on it. No real measurements, no, you know, no pH measurements, no temperature measurements. Um, and what we see here at the Volcano Soul Farm is, is, you know, is always a really professional version of it, right? Um, do you want to explain a bit more in detail about that processing? How are you actually approaching it since it's a new thing as well? Yeah, well, we, with the, we, we want to be constant with our, all our processes. So the only way we can do that is to, to make some measurements, have some data. And yeah, try to, to, if you like a certain way we did a process, we can repeat that uh, the next year. So we are measuring, measuring pH, the sugar content, temperature and time at this, at this moment. We also don't want to add something strange to, to, to our tanks. We just want to develop our, um, our natural flavors from, from the gist we already have for in, in our farm. So yeah, I think we want to have our particular uh, flavors from our uh, anaerobic uh, coffees. Yeah, which it's, I mean, that, that's always the key thing here. And part of the challenge with anaerobic fermentations in general, I think, is that usually some of the farm identity is lost in the exactly. fermentation in itself, right? And that's something that we at April um, really dislike. 
uh, because we're buying from so you know we're buying from Volcano Sol and, and other farms with the focus of you know representing the the taste experience that they are you guys are creating right. Um, so when people push an anaerobic fermentation in a way that you can't taste where that coffee actually came from, it's not interesting anymore, right? Exactly. Um, but we see some other improvements here as well. We see new drying tables. Um, um, we see some new dryers coming up for the next season as exactly. well, uh, which is really, really cool. Is there a change in, in how, tell us a bit about the harvest in general. Uh, you mentioned that picking started a bit later this year than what we used to. Yeah, normally it will start uh, mid-December. This year it started mid-January. And that's uh, uh, that was because of the, the rains were a little bit delayed uh, last year. So the, the, we had the first uh, rain in May. So the blossom will start soon after, a week after the first rain. Normally it will be in April, the, the, the first rain. But yeah, every year is different. You were here yesterday. We had a really strong uh, rain, rain yeah, which sure. is very unusual. That's the life of the farmer. Yeah. Yeah, we have to adjust to to uh, the conditions we have every year. Yeah, yeah. you need to be flexible. Um, do you have any, is there any um, personal favorites you have coming up now in terms of varietals that you want people to kind of um, look out for a bit more for this upcoming season? Well, uh, of course, we are here right now at a Geisha plantation. We are experimenting with different lines of geishas, so it's not just one line. Uh, we have been trying some of the mosellages of, of the different geishas and you find a difference between them. You even have your favorite one. Yeah, so, for sure. So for sure. yeah, those the new geishas are going, I think they're going to be awesome because the plantations are already bigger and so we get a, a better quality. And then we have the new typicas coming out, Java, Mocha. So, and at the end, never forget about our Katura. Yeah, and, sure. And yeah. The, the traditional MBSRG and our traditional varieties, which are always great. Yeah. yeah. We love that. And, and um, uh, for you guys that haven't tried the Katura Katua is what we're featuring in our sustainable coffee, for example, right? Which is basically just traditional Costa Rican farming, more or less, right? Exactly. And it's really interesting to be, to be able to have both of it. But Alejo mentioned something really important here, which I think is often getting lost in the conversations about geisha or fancier varietals is that we have so many different strains of them now, right? It's not fair anymore to just call them geisha because they all yield differently, they all taste differently, they all demand slightly different terroirs as well. And one of the coolest things with Volcano Sol is that we are actually able to cup different strains, right? Exactly. And that's a very, very unusual thing. That's what I like the most about being a farmer, having all these different flavors from our own place. It's the same terroir, so you are just copying the, the variety there. And the same process for, well, we make several processes, but we can compare different varieties with the same process. And that for me is very interesting. Yeah. That's amazing, and we already cupped a, a few coffees um, here at the farm, even if it is very early pickings. One of my favorite varietals from the farm, the, the Ethiopians, yeah. uh, are coming up, and I still think it tasted amazing last year, and it tastes even, even better now. Um, we had a beautiful Lorena as well, which I guess is also very early in the picking. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, other favorite varietals like SL28, um, Typica in general. We're going to have the Typica for the first yeah. time in April this season, and that's really interesting. Typica has always been... Um, one of my favorite varietals, and, and to be fair, I mean, Tipica is basically Geisha, Ethiopian, and, and, and a lot of things, right? Um, so quality-wise, we see really, really good coffees. Um, do we have any last things you want to add? 
Oh, I'm really excited to send you. You will. I will send you all the new samples of the new processes and the and the. And I know you will choose really nice coffees for for this next harvest. And for me, for us, it's also really important that you come here, that we cup together, so you can tell me, yeah, this coffee is great. Please, we, so we can start planting more of that, like yeah. we are doing with the Ethiopians that you like so much. But yeah, with uh, when we, when you're farming, you, it takes a couple of years, but we have to start as soon as possible. Yeah, sure, yeah. and we're patient, right? Yeah. But uh, no, we're, we're super excited this year. We're, you know, we already brought you guys a lot of different varietals and expressions from Volcanosol last year, and we're going to bring even more this year. Um, Logistic-wise, what's going to happen is that we've tried some samples now. We're going to try uh, milled samples later in the year. We're talking March, April. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then that's going to ship, and hopefully we're going to have it available for you guys more or less in June. Uh, we're planning for faster, but June is the idea, right? Um, so super exciting. Uh, thank you, Lejos, always for, for having us at the farm. It's always, it's always the best trip of the year, I think. And um, it's so amazing to see the amount of progress because, again, we would travel to a lot of farms, but it's so rare that we see this amount of progress from year to year. Oh. And I think that makes it really interesting. It's, it's always a, a fight. You always have to try to get better. It's the same for you at the, the roastery. Yeah. Uh, you can see the progress also in, in, in April and sustainable. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Alejo. From us here at April, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends, family, and colleagues. Thank you.